0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, December 17th, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. A new study by the Fiscal Policy Institute shows that immigrants, legal and otherwise, make a surprisingly large contribution to the economy of New York. How large a contribution? More than the gross products of 30 U.S. states. Dan Griswold, the Cato Institute's Director of Trade Policy Studies, offers his thoughts.
1: Well, this was a, a fascinating study because it, it looks at New York City, which is a major immigrant state, and there's really two New Yorks, aren't there? There's there's New York City and then there's upstate New York that are very different, and yet the study found that immigrants were making an important contribution in both of these very different uh, areas of, of, of New York City. So this, this was a major study. On the one hand, it was surprising just the—and uh, the, and the authors of the study pointed this out. They were, they were surprised at the robust finding of the contribution immigrants um, make, $229 billion uh, to the state's economy, a slightly higher percentage of the state's economy accounted for by immigrants than, than their representation in, in the population. Uh, but the other interesting thing was how it uh, reinforces what— major studies have found in the past, going back 10 years to the National Academy of Sciences and uh, and the research up up until now. This shows consistently that immigrants are contributing to our economy, both on the low end in terms of filling jobs that uh, Americans are increasingly not interested in, in, in lower paying service sector jobs, but on the higher end in terms of doctors, in terms of uh, corporate CEOs, college professors, Uh, It's just a very, I I think, encouraging, positive snapshot of the contribution of immigrants in an important state.
0: The study itself focused in part on illegal immigrants. Uh, One of the authors of the report estimated that 70% of all illegal immigrants in the city are working, compared to labor force participation rates of 64% for immigrants in general and 60% for native-born New Yorkers. That's a gap of 10% between the workforce participation between illegal immigrants and people who were born in New York.
1: Yes. I think everybody agrees we'd, we'd rather have immigrants here legally than illegally. Uh, and the issue doesn't really, the study doesn't really speak to that. But what it does show is that illegal immigrants come here to work. <laughs> they don't come here to commit crimes. They don't come here to go on welfare. They come here to work and they have amazingly high labor force uh, participation rates. And, and this study... Shows that, and of course, illegal immigrants tend to be lower-skilled immigrants. So they're uh, the ones uh, working in the in the service sector in 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 New York City, and making important contributions to that that uh, city's economy. We'd all be better off if they were here legally. That's uh, been Cato's message on on immigration reform. But this study does show that they are working, uh, and they are contributing.
0: They earn less, though and and does that have something to do with the fact that many immigrants are illegal
1: well uh the the relationship between illegal immigration and low skilled immigration has to do with our immigration laws uh, if if you're highly skilled and well paid there's a way for you to come into the country the h1b program that's what that's what's allowing uh, college professors we have programs to allow foreign born doctors to come in but if you're a hard working low skilled immigrant and there's a job for you There's no way to get in, and that's why they come illegally.
0: There does seem to be a disconnect between how urban areas think of the immigration issue, illegal immigration, as a problem and immigration in general as an issue, and how urban people think about it. Urban people are more likely, it seems, to uh, have positive associations with immigrants because perhaps they work with them on on a daily basis.
1: Uh, immigrants to the United States have traditionally entered the United States through so-called gateway cities, urban cities. And, of course, New York is is the prime primary city, Ellis Island and all that. So New Yorkers have a long decade, centuries long uh, experience with assimilating immigrants. But one of the fascinating aspects of this study is they looked at upstate New York and upstate New York. The nationally, immigrants uh, are about 12% of the population. They're only 5% of the population of upstate New York. It's, it's not a very vibrant area economically. It's, it's struggled. Immigrants don't tend to go there. But what the study found is that even though 5% of upstate New York's population are foreign-born uh, they account for one-fifth of the college professors and one-third of the doctors uh, in upstate New York. And it's an important part of the, the immigration issue, uh, and that is foreign-born doctors, for example, are helping to provide uh, health care in underserved rural areas. Uh, foreign-born college professors, particularly in the in the math and sciences, computer science, physics, they're helping to educate the next generation of, of American workers. We, we would be a much poorer country in every sense of the word uh, if we didn't have these uh, highly skilled immigrants coming to the United States.
0: Dan Griswold is the Cato Institute's Director of Trade Policy Studies. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. Learn more on immigration and the U.S.
1: economy at our website, cato.org.